This is Luke Moraney for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And the topic I'd like to talk to you all about today is, if you buy a dud property, how do you move forward? Before I get into this topic, just a disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as legal or financial advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So you might be in a situation that you've bought this property. It hasn't performed for you. It's either gone down or stayed flat and stagnant. You've had issues with tenants. How do you move forward with your property investing? How do you start building that property portfolio? So I thought I might have this discussion with you all today because there's many people that have gone through this. I have myself. I bought my first property back in 2002, which is at the peak of the market in Sydney. And it didn't grow for 10 years and I had problems with tenants. I had all those issues when I was starting to build my property portfolio. Now in saying that and the lessons that I've learned along the way have really helped me build that portfolio up to 30 properties today. So I thought I'd give you a bit of insight because this is a bit of a common thing because when you're fresh and new and getting started, often we hear about or have experiences ourselves where people are actually buying these properties that don't actually match with the, the whole thing about cash flow and growth for the future. And they may have bought uh, a brand new off the plan unit that has really struggled and, and devalued in price. They might have bought a house and land package that hasn't performed too well. They might have bought an established property that had termite damage through it or that had ongoing repairs with it. So no matter what you have bought in your property investing journey, some of those early mistakes that you make can actually hamper your growth um, initially, but it can teach you so much along the way. So I'm going to go through a couple of thoughts about this because you might be experiencing this yourself or you might know of other people that are. And I hear this day in, day out of people that have bought their first property and struggling to get their second. So a couple of things that you need to take uh, take thought in is really firstly is about assessing the property as it is currently. What is the current market saying and what is the economy saying as well? Should you be in a position to hold that property or sell that property? Now you've got to look at what's going on in the marketplace, what's happening with yourself also um, your own personal circumstance and give yourself an idea what is the best position. Do you take a cut on that property because you don't think it'll grow in the next 10 or 15 years and there might be issues with it in future and it's time to sell. You might be in a position where it hasn't grown too much in the period of time that you've held it so far but there's future growth potential for this property. So you might decide to hold that property. And if you look to the situation is if you're selling just for the sake of selling that property because it hasn't performed well, but you're not forecasting what the future of, the, of that property is, maybe you're in a situation where you've got a, a, a fear of or you know, a frustration with things not going so right and you want to get out and, and take a hit on that property and just move on to the next one. So this could potentially put yourself in a worse situation and you've got to look at all these different scenarios and it's not a one-size-fits-all. I would suggest that you talk with someone about their experiences, what you're looking at doing right now and where you're going to take your investing portfolio. 
The second thought I'd like to share with you is what are the lessons that you've learned through that initial purchase or that second or third purchase, whatever it might be in your property portfolio? What, what are those things that you are learning? What can you take with that now and then later in life? Because like I said, with my investment portfolio, the first one that I made, plenty mistakes happened. And it's taught me so much in buying investment pro- property po- properties in my portfolio. And I think as I go along in this investment journey, I'm continuing to learn these lessons. Who are the right people to speak to? Who are those team members that will help me with my growth in my portfolio? Can I choose one property over another that I'm looking to select? There's so many things that you wouldn't need to have to factor in about these things that we're learning on a constant basis. And I think if you're not learning, well, there might even be a problem because there is so much to constantly learn about various things. And I think what we also need to take in perspective about the lessons learned is what is actually happening in the marketplace right now and actually is there other factors that are affecting some of the growth on that property. So it may not grown too much in the last two or three years, but we've got in a situation in Australia where finance is tight. It's more of a buyer's market and it has been probably for the last two to three years at least around the country. And I'm talking everywhere because we've got a situation where finance is tight, less and less people are able to get finance to buy their investment properties or buy their own homes. Um, and we, we will find that you know many people will look to other avenues to either invest that money or spend that money. So with that marketplace being like this right now, can we not, uh, can we not take from that that yes, there has been little growth or no growth or things have gone backwards a little in, in some markets, but it's an indication that it's more about the finance side of things than selecting a wrong, the wrong property. The third point I'd like to make in this, this idea of buying dud properties is once you have bought the property, do you have the patience to hold it? And what is the rush with growing a portfolio of 10 properties in five years? Like ideally, we want to put ourselves in a position where we can, and if that possibility enables us to do so, then go forward and do it. But if we're pushing and stressing and looking and reflecting on all the the errors that we made on our first purchase and that gets us down and overwhelms us and we're trying to dig ourselves out of a bit of a hole and we want to make our wealth creation happen sooner rather than later. We're not having the patience of growing a property portfolio, of growing our wealth. Because then we start to look for those quick wins. We start to look to not have that patience in place and make some dumb moves. And we've seen it all before. People start to get involved in property investing in a buy and hold strategy and then they're not making as much money as they thought. Then they might um, try a renovation and flip and that may or may not work. And then they try a development and that may or may not, not work. And if one of those things doesn't work for them, they might lose the lot. And that happens all too often. So I implore you to have that patience and think about If you're 20, 25, 30 years old and starting your property investment journey, 
well, you still have a you know 70, 75 or 80 years ahead of you potentially. So think about that in the long in the long term, where I, I guess we don't tend to have as much patience maybe as we previously did, and we're looking for some of that instant gratification or that instant wealth creation. And to extent, to a certain extent, for myself, I'm waiting for some of this growth and some of the properties that I've purchased as well. And I would like to do more with the the wealth creation that that I've made so far, or the wealth creation that I'm going to make in a sooner amount of time because there are so many other opportunities that I want to get involved with, both in investing and in business and then helping other people. I would like to get to that that end goal or that continual goals that I'm setting for myself quicker. We would all love to. Sometimes we, it, maybe it's not meant to be. Maybe you need to learn about that patience. Maybe you need to learn that it's not all a rush to get there. It's actually the journey that is so much better than that end goal. And that reflecting on yourself about having that patience, and it's a big reason why I wear some of the t-shirts. You'll see me in a hustle t-shirt where I look think about the daily work I'm putting in, but the patience t-shirt is even more important where I'm thinking about the long term of what I want to accomplish and what I want to achieve and being patient about the experience and everything that goes with it. So if you want to talk about this topic that little bit further in regards to buying that dud property and I've had a couple of conversations over the last couple of weeks and how you actually move forward and how you think about those things of assessing what's currently happening with that property. What kind of lessons are you learning? Is it actually more about finance than your property selection? Is it actually about what's going on with your patience levels and not thinking about rushing and making things happen immediately? Give me a call and happy to discuss those things or your own circumstances when it comes to property investing. My number is 0400 332 377. And thank you so much for tuning in. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.